Welcome to the Build Business Acumen Podcast, where we deliver practical knowledge and powerful guidance. Here is your futuristic host, Nathaniel Schooler. So today I'm joined by Dan Yarmuluk, who's an adjunct professor in artificial intelligence, machine learning, and he loves a bit of IoT as well, sort of industrial internet of things kind of stuff. And Craig Trumpy. And he's he's into AI, big data, machine learning, same as Dan, really. And yeah, he's a director of AI and IIoT, digital ecosystems. So we just talk about the latest updates from Think 2019 and what's kind of happening in machine learning, AI hype. And also we talk about how to set an early warning system for your mother-in-law. So I'm quite excited to speak to you guys. Uh, it's nice to meet you, Craig. And yes, nice to see you again, Dan. Um, so what's been, what's been happening over at, uh, over at Think in San Francisco today? Well, I, I mean, I, I, I think there's hundreds and hundreds of sessions of thought leadership, of, um, of innovation, you know, um, but really, I, I get the feeling like the the dialogue overall is this multi-cloud hybrid cloud strategy in the migration path. Right. That migration path can be an emphasis on cloud or it can be an emphasis on uh, the AI machine learning for the future. But getting more tangible, more more hands-on coding development workshops, I mean, Craig, who is a double E engineer from industry for years, uh, went through a code uh, development little thing where build a chat pot in an hour. So just hands on work. And I'll pause for a minute. Yeah, let, it, was let, a let, chat, let. it was a chat bot in 15 minutes. Yeah. Wow. But it was amazing. It was hands on and uh, it was using their uh, model to build yourself a chat bot. And so I haven't, I haven't programmed or coded in probably 20 years, really. And uh, although I didn't step that far away from it, but I, you know, we got in and, and we did it and it worked. So it was, uh, it was, it was pretty cool. Wow. So that's actually already kind of stacked up with questions and answers. So if I come in there and I'm an, you know, and I ask it a stupid question or I, or I swear, or I do something, it's going to come back to me with an answer, right? Right. So you build, uh, you build the questions that you think somebody might ask and you uh, then lay out the, uh, the, you know, the tree on how the answers might play out. But the interesting thing is when you lay out your questions, you don't have to have all the questions there. It uh, has AI or Watson built into it where he will go or she, whatever Watson is, uh, and will develop kind of that grayness. So if somebody asks a question similar but not exactly, uh, it'll figure it out. Right. That's so, pretty cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. So even to the last workshop we just got out of five minutes ago was cloud migration strategies. Okay. And they have a chat bot to kind of chat with you to discover which workloads do you want to shift to the cloud. So it, AI begets AI from the cloud journey to enable your AI personalized, you know, initiatives, meaning I want predictive analytics in the plant, but I don't know what to shift to the cloud. So therefore this cloud kind of automation says, this workload on this server is so heavy. Therefore you might want to shift that to the cloud. So it's, it's, it's all converging. It's this convergence and collaboration, sharing. Um, 
And one thing's for sure is when you look at this large partnership network, um, we all got to leverage each other's tools. It's the integration of all this massive amounts of very, very uh, siloed IT systems and getting it together. And, and that, that integration is not, is not easy, but is, um, it's getting better, I think. I, I'm more refreshed after 365 days from last year to where the industry is getting. I like the way the dialogue is moving. I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, I really feel like I've been sprinting for three years. I can't catch my breath, but can't absorb, as you know, with all the guests that you have, that I, it just keeps coming and coming, and uh, it's just super exciting, you know? It is, and it's getting more real. Like, there was uh, a number of customer presentations kind of talking how they're using this technology, and then I come from the OT side of things, you know, operations uh, side. And the, you know this is this is heavy IT people here, but but you see them learning our vocabulary and us learning theirs. And um, you know there were people that I would I met that were really asking some very good uh, questions around OT, and I I assume they were plant side people and they were IT people, and so that's uh, that's right. re refreshing. That's kind of confirming the convergence is uh, is is occurring. Right. I think there's a bit quite a bit of misunderstanding though around how IoT works and around how machine learning works and AI. I was talking to a friend of mine today, he does a lot of stuff for himself, you know, he, he's a programmer, but he, but he actually builds, you know, internet things. So he's like, well, how do I set a, because uh, he's, he's got a girlfriend, so, you know, how do you, how do you set a, a, a warning system for your uh, girlfriend's mother, right? Right, so, you know, you, you ping it, you, you, it's quite a simple process, isn't it? Like all of this is actually quite simple. Like he broke it down for me. And before that, I was quite sort of confused about it. But in essence, it is quite simple. But I think a lot of people just add complexity to everything. And they use fancy words that, you know, confuse people. And it's like, look, if I'm going to set a system so that it, it, you know, I tell Alexa to organize it for me, and then my mother-in-law arrives... Uh, and the lights go off and the, the curtains shut automatically. Actually, setting that up is quite simple, guys, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah, it's become a lot easier. It's become a lot easier. I mean, and this you is... do that then, Dan, for your, when your mother-in-law comes around. Well, Craig and I, I'm kidding, we just said we could build a chatbot on text to respond to our wives, you know, complaints when we're traveling so but but we got to make sure that we ask the right questions at the chatbot so we don't screw up and get caught you know so we have loving responses just auto generated at the right time i mean i think dude i think we should do it and see if we can pull it off yeah just so you're absolutely right i mean and the art of the possible the, the question that i always come back and the reality is they have to know the data set and the in the domain, which is you know you know is Craig right here knowing just knowing that data because of the mo the model the model the model the tool right. the vessel you know what is the output and is that beneficial? And he's rejected a lot of machine learning companies because the insights he generates is 30, 60, 90 days in advance, like you know with your father on the factory floor. And the machine learning guys were getting one or two days in advance. And that's just not going to work at the factory. So this is a collaborative effort of technologists and professionals. And 
Um, they're open and think is here to discover and learn. And even as communicators or integrators, uh, it's confusing. So it's confusing to a lot of people because there's so much advancements coming out every direction. And you look no further than the auto industry to see the insanity or mashup of these technologies. That was really inspirational at the IoT with Dr. Kareem Youssef, the IoT Watson guy. And he had uh, the Mercedes guy last yeah. year, if you remember, I don't know if you were there at the Jaguar Land Rover. So mobile entertainment battle, electrification battle, autonomous vehicles, uh, people's millennials, you know, choices changing. And then industry 4.0 on the factory floor and collaboration to elevate everything going on. Uh, and communication, it's just, it's just like insane. And they were talking that Mercedes and BMW have a joint partnership for electrification and like E3 or something, or I think it was yeah, called, right? you know, where they're gonna share this autonomous vision and, and electrification vision. So it's like, it's just super exciting. I just hope to learn from these smart guys and apply it in our own little way, in a meaningful way. Um, and uh, I think we'll, we'll, we will be, you know, we're not gonna be unemployed anytime soon, I think, with all this. Yeah, I agree. As long as we keep up with learning. I mean, that's what, in essence, that's what this is all about, isn't it? It's about just understanding that, you know, you haven't just got out of university, you don't know everything. You know, and you need you need you need to learn and it, wherever you are in your career. If you're not learning, you're dying. I've been saying this for years, but no one really took me seriously until all this stuff sort of started happening. You know? Yeah, that's you know we can we can kind of kind of go to that point. You know, Ginny, you know, um, at the keynote, and I think this is important in a global context in the visa issues and the technical skills gaps. Was talking about. A lady who stayed at home, she was like going to be getting a PhD in rocket science. She stayed at home for 20 years. And then she called it a re-internship coming back into the workplace with certifications, not just old school degrees. And um, an army guy and then a young, you know, intellectual prodigy type, like looking at it all. And um, I thought that was inspiring, right? Because you and I both went through that journey of going back in and trying to reboot what we're doing with what we know. And that's what it's going to take. So I thought that was uh, very meaningful about diversity of thought and opinion, but also how are we going to get there with these shortages? Because there's just shortages of these skilled, qualified people. Oh, yeah. And learning, and that's what we're trying to do. I mean, also, in my little experience with Craig, I mean, I've been taking him to these data science conferences, not because I know, but to show him a tool set that he can employ. And then this beautiful things have happened with stuff like serverless functions and AI. So it's been it's been it's been fun. Um, I just want to get to work with all this stuff now, and uh, yeah, right. I'll talk about it anymore. What's your What's your take then, Craig? What What's What excites you the most out of all of this? Well, you know, a couple of things that that Dan mentioned. One I wanted to just drill down a little bit farther was on the data side of things. So there's a quote in an earlier uh, conference that was, uh, "Data makes the difference between average AI and great AI." And so, um, you know, when you're looking at, at doing these magnificent things with AI and you're looking to pull the data that's available to you, is that average data, is that going to get you the great AI? Do you have to think hard about adding measurements that are meaningful to solve the problems that you're looking at? And so, I, you know, it was refreshing to hear uh, the people that are in that AI circle understanding that data, uh, the data stream uh, makes the difference. 
And uh, so that was rich. The other piece that was uh, kind of exciting for me, we're doing a lot of things with the sensors in the IoT space, but it was the acknowledgement that it's the AI plus IoT that really gains the, the value, right? It's, it's about that insight that, uh, that AI has the ability to process or analyze this data in a meaningful and textual way and automate some of that analysis so we can get to the action uh, where the value is created. And so many times I think IoT uh, can end at the alert uh, stage. And the alert, the alert isn't uh, what, we've, what we've seen in industry. It's, it's not enough to, to get the action. To tie it out with uh, artificial intelligence into uh, natural language and, uh, and integrate it to existing people uh, systems like the IBM Maxima work order system. What does that do then, Craig? Sorry to interrupt you there. Sure. So uh, with that, you know, the IBM Maximo system is, uh, is a maintenance management system, a work order system for maintenance. And uh, they say, uh, you know, if it's not in Maximo, the work doesn't get done. So by automating this alert to uh, integrate with Maximo and generate that automated work order, that work has a better chance of getting uh, recognized, getting listed, eliminating some of the administrative tasks that can be the obstacle or barrier or delay and, uh, and, and, and get that work done and actually get the value and business results. Right, right. It makes a lot of sense. I mean, I think there's a lot of things that can be automated that can save us a lot of work and right. a lot of time and a lot of effort. And, right. you know, as far as I can see, I think, I think it's, it is an exciting time right now. But I think also for a lot of people, they're quite worried. And I don't think they need to worry because... You know, the companies that have this technology, IBM and all the others, because there are many others, IBM isn't just the only one. It is a leader, there's no doubt. But, you know, you've got a lot of companies that are using it. And I don't think they need to worry because those companies don't want the global economy to crash because, you know, the more people that are out of work, the less money is available, then everything just goes wrong, right? Consumerization would, in, in essence, die. I mean, that could be a byproduct, right? Right. But we, you know, we see even in, in our businesses uh, that, that we have in manufacturing that hiring uh, talent is, is very difficult today. So uh, the automation of some of that is uh, it's, it's ripe to just to keep the businesses running. And you see the demographics of you know, that tribal knowledge uh, exiting these companies. And so can AI fill, you know, fill that growing gap? It's not about uh, replacing, you know, people that are willing and interested to work. It's, it's replacing the demographic of people that are leaving and making it easier and more, um, more, more tech for the people coming in that, that want and accept the technology. So I, I think there's timing that is, you know, making this uh, very, very uh, appropriate. That's a very good explanation. Thank you, Craig. I appreciate that. It's been great talking to you guys. And I hope, you know, we'll speak soon. But I'm going to get, get going because I, I, it's kind of getting, getting on a bit here. And I want to cut this up and post it. <laughs> yeah, sounds great. We'll Thanks, see Nate. We'll talk soon, buddy. Very cool. See you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. Please subscribe and wherever you prefer, share with your friends. And if you enjoyed the show, drop us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.